Hey, you guys, we got to tell you about Brez Coffee Company. Made by gamers for gamers right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. No matter what your taste in coffee are, they got you covered. You like light or medium roast? Try the Necro Medium, Holy Grail Light, or Stamina Boost. I like the iCast Fireball mixed flavor, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. If you like dark roast like I do, then try the Critical Dark or the Coo Slayer Mocha Roast. Can't decide what you need for those all-night gaming sessions? Why don't you try one of their specialty sample packs? All roasts are made with fair trade Colombian beans. So stop buying that crappy coffee from the grocery store and head over to BrezCoffeeCo.com. That's B-R-E-Z-C-O-F-F-E-E-C-O.com and enter the code NCR at checkout for 10% off your order. Amazing! Do you like this show and you want to help support us? Do you want extra episodes every month? Do you want ad-free versions of the show? Then you should sign up over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro and you'll get your very own RSS feed to put into whatever your podcatcher of choice is and you'll be first in line for all extra content. So head on over and become a Patreon supporter of this very show. Programs, and we are back for another episode of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. My name is Jason Robbins. My name is Wally Phelps. The official fact checker in for Derek Diamond, who is out on assignment this week uh, with the Blue Wahoos. So he couldn't be here tonight. So we have Mr. Wally Phelps here. I love it when you're here on the show. <laughs> I was going to, you know what? We should have actually said, like, he's on assignment. Uh, covering E3, which yeah. is all online this year, so he was sucked into a computer and we haven't seen him since. No, he's he's in the closet over there with a laptop. <laughs> it's okay. We slide cookies under the door. He'll be he'll be fine. That's right. I mean, and we've we've sold him overpriced cheese fries. Uh, so, how have you been this week? It's been hot. Really. It's yeah, it's, it's stinking hot. Uh, I've been doing very well uh, because I'm on my staycation with my little girl. Yeah, I was going to ask um, how that's going. When did that start? Uh, last week, I decided that I was going to do a two-week nice. staycation with her. And uh, we went to a couple movies, uh, but we've mostly been playing video games. Uh, she she plays a lot of The Sims 4, hmm. uh, Bug Snacks, and... Uh, it's and other uh various video games and i've been of course playing fortnite and uh we watched cruella which was much better than it had any right to be and we (laughs) and uh and we went to see in the heights which was okay did you misspell that on purpose online or which one the heights Oh, my phone automatically misspelled it because I must misspell it a it lot. It said the Higgets. Yeah, the Higgets. <laughs> and the Higgets, yes. I didn't do it on purpose. I just misspell it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I never heard of it. Uh, it it's the, uh, In the Heights is the new, uh, well, honestly, it's the first musical that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote yeah. for Broadway. 
Um, the whole idea is that he was writing it because oh, he didn't that's see... that's what that is. I, bet I heard about that today from somebody. Right. Okay. It, yeah, he didn't see Latino represent, uh, representation on Broadway, so oh, okay. he didn't have any chance to be in anything, so yeah. he wrote In the Heights. And you can tell this is his first musical because... Yeah. <sighs> After watching Hamilton, which is a masterpiece, yeah, I still this haven't is kinda seen like, it. Mm, see, Hamilton's a masterpiece. I know. Mm. I keep wanting to watch it. I just, I, I, it's one of those things. I feel like it's an investment, and I have to actually right. sit down and forsake all other things to enjoy it. But I, right, I don't know. and I even, I even listened to it with headphones on and everything. You know, because yeah, Ooh, it, Rampage says a, Hamilton was boring. It, it it really wasn't uh, the <laughs> fight, only way. Is, fight, fight. But then again, but then again, I, I'm very interested in uh, American history, and I also uh, just how do I put this? Like the second half of it is a lot more dramatic than the first half of it. So it's like you know we're setting up who these people are, and then at the end of it, they all kind of screw everything up yeah. <laughs> and it's it's fantastic uh so i i really enjoyed it and the, but in the heights you know i do have that kind of that the same criticism that it is kind of boring and mm. there are long stretches where nothing happens yeah and it, i mean the musical numbers are hit or miss the opening number is great the one about the uh winning the lottery is great uh the uh the abuela song is really great but it's like these there's like four or five really good songs but there's like 16 songs on the soundtrack (laughs) so it's like (laughs) no yeah i i i I mean it's worth it's worth a look at but it's not something i'll watch again yeah um the only thing that i've watched this week we i finished superstore Uh, i got through the last season uh, just the other day, watched the last episode. Uh, nice. As far as movies, I don't think I've watched any movies lately. I've uh, been wanting to go to go to the movies, but I haven't. Right. I, I've been so busy, I haven't been had time to go. Um, I'm telling you, Cruella is surprise, shockingly yeah, good. I've heard that, but I started watching it, but I don't know. I I kind of got distracted, and and we never finished it. Right. Um, well, that that's why you need a movie theater. So you I know. Yeah, that's be. yeah, exactly. That's why the movie theater experience will never go away because right. you don't get distracted when you're in a movie theater. Like if you're watching a movie at home, like, you know, my phone will ring or somebody will text me and then I got to go, you know, have a text conversation or, or like just something will catch my attention or, right. you know, I got to go to the bathroom or I'm going to go get a snack or, you know, a thousand things yeah. that happen while you're at home. Right. I have so much stimuli in this room that I'm not going to pay attention yeah. <laughs> to it a hundred percent. Exactly. Like I love Loki, for example. Yeah. The, the uh, I still the show. watched the second episode. I'm gonna watch the second episode tonight. Oh man, when Captain America shows up at the end, shut up. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I but... agree with Rampage too. He said he's been putting off uh, watching the last season of Kim, Kim's Convenience because he doesn't want it to be over. I'm very much taking my time with that last season. I'm watching like one episode every three to four days just because I don't want it to be over. I, you know, I started watching it and then I stopped because 
like there there will be like the cast kind of don't like the show so it's like i don't know if i want to support it but at the same time it, it's a weird feeling yeah i didn't know they hated the show until recently and right. i don't think they hated the show i think that it just there were a lot of things going on behind the scenes that could have been better <laughs> right you know yeah. and, and i understand that but at the same time i think they did enjoy their time on the show because you can tell they have a good time like you can tell when you're watching something people that are actually having a good time because they like each other right you know that, that type of thing but i don't know i just i really like that show and um i don't want it to be over but i don't know i really like that show a lot right um, I mean, I, I totally get it. I still haven't watched the ending of How I Met Your Mother because <laughs> I hear I'm going to hate it. Yeah, so. you're not going to like it. <laughs> so I've watched half of the last season, and I'm done. <laughs> I got to say, though, uh, Superstore had one a really good uh, final episode. Um, hmm. A really good end to a, to a, a series. It, it wasn't oh. disappointing. It was very hopeful. <laughs> like It, it kind of made Speaking you feel good. Speaking of Superstore... You need to watch. You need to watch this Loki episode. Just okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but as far as gaming goes, I played a lot of stuff this week. I, I got back into Civ uh, Civ Seven. Is that seven? Yeah, six or seven. The newest, mm-hmm. the one that's out. The the latest version of Civilization. I've been playing it on the Switch. Um, I played a little bit of uh, Little Nightmares. I downloaded that on PS Now, and that game nice. is creepy. Um, been playing that a little bit, and last night I bought um, uh, Phoenix Rising. Um, what's it called? Uh, what is the name of that stupid game? Uh, that's that's the name of it, Phoenix Rising. Yes, uh, it's something Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Why is my my brain not thinking of it? It's a uh, uh, you know what you know what a game I'm talking about though, right? I know what <laughs> yeah. you're talking about. Everybody yeah. knows what I'm talking about. I got it on sale last night for thirty bucks on uh, on the Switch, uh, right. and I went. I couldn't pass that up because I, I had it in my wish list. I've, I've been wanting it for a while, um, but yeah, it's. I, I got through the first act, I think, and uh, kind of the first section, and, and I'm I'm loving it because it's like kind of like Breath of the Wild, but better because the uh, better. Yeah, because the the weapons don't break, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm enjoying it so far. Well, I, that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, um, but that's that's really what I've done this week. Um, so yeah, <laughs> anything else you want to add before we go into the news for this week? No, that's that's basically it. All right, well, let's move into the news. A lot of E3 news this week. This was an email from I am the Rampage, but of course you could pretty much get this anywhere on the internet because it was the uh, it was the first thing uh, Derek sent me yesterday morning was like new Metroid I'm like yep yep new Metroid coming <laughs> uh, from Polygon.com Nintendo announces new 2D Metroid for Switch called Metroid Dread. Um, it was dropped on Tuesday, and fans won't have to wait long to play the new game, which will be released for the Nintendo Switch on October eighth. Uh, 2D Metroid fans have already waited a long time for something like this. Uh, it'll be the first new 2D Metroid game in roughly 19 years. Uh, the recent, most recent past one was uh, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. 
2017, the remake. Um, there it was a remake by Mercury Mercury Steam. I don't I don't know who they are. I guess they're the ones who were working on Metroid Prime Four, and it got yanked from them. I'm not sure. Maybe I got that backwards. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, the, oh, remake by Mac, Mac, Mercury Steam of the 1991 Game Boy game Metroid Two: The Return of Samus. Um, Nintendo is collaborating with Mercury Steam on Metroid Dread as well. Um, let's see. Samus's story continues after the events of the Metroid Fusion game when she descends upon planet ZDR to investigate a mysterious transmission sent to the Galactic Federation. The remote planet has become overrun by vicious alien life forms and chilling mechanical menaces. Samus is more agile and capable than ever, but she can over but can she overcome the inhuman threat stalking the depths of ZDR? I am absolutely giddy about this because I am getting this is one of those games I am getting day one yeah I I saw it and whenever they announced it I'm like well I mean it's not what he thought it was going to be but here's a Metroid hey I will will take anything Metroid at this point and you know my love for the side-scrolling 2d adventures like that's my Metroid. So as much as right. I was looking forward to Prime Four, this is just as good, if not better. Like I, yeah. I'm over the moon about this. And looking at the some of the the video and the screenshots, and oh, it just looks so the whole good. thing. Yeah, yeah, the the suit. Oh my god, I cannot wait to play this. Like magnificent. I, yeah. I'm counting the hours to October right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so am I, but it's because it's spooky season. So you know what I'm going to be playing on on uh, on Twitch in October. Yep, and you know what I'm going to be playing on Twitch. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about well, it later. <laughs> there's a uh, from Armes Jackson on NintendoLife.com. There's a Zelda game and watch coming this Christmas. So the not I'm not going to go into a whole lot here, but it says the Zelda game and watch features the Legend of Zelda. Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, and The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, and a special version of the game and watch title Vermin, which hmm. features Link as a playable character. I've never heard of that. Never, me neither. Uh, there's also a special clock mode. <laughs> well, that's, that's the watch part of it, sir. <laughs> if you set it ahead, d- does it mean you overclocked it? Okay. The Zelda Game and Watch <laughs> launches on November twelfth, just in time for Christmas. It doesn't say how much it's going to be. Uh, it'll probably but... be about fifty bucks because I uh, yeah. I got tempted the other day with the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch that I saw um, in Walmart the other day, and I really wanted it. But I was like, man, I can't really justify the purchase because it's not something I'm really going to play or touch. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those things I'm just going to have. Like, this is a cool thing. Yeah, it's a cool thing, but I already have all these games on multiple devices. Well, I do too, and <laughs> I'm probably going to end up... Rampage said, here is your game. weekly reminder to get to playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode I know, is that. I know, I know, I know. It's It's on my Switch. I just need to do it. But, uh... Yeah, next. that's... Oh yeah, well we're done with that one. Uh, this came from oh this is this is one of mine uh, from NintendoLife.com. Uh, New Zelda Breath of the Wild two footage shown aiming for a 2022 
Switch release. Nintendo has shared fresh footage uh, of the as-yet-untitled uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Zelda series boss Aiji Aonuma, Aonuma however you say that, uh, showed various Zelda games at the end of the company's E3 2021 Direct Stream. The last of which was the sequel to Breath of the Wild. The video showed Link falling through the air, taking through the skies in the much-anticipated sequel. Um, he stated that the development team were aiming for a 2022 launch date, so there's still some time to wait before we let loose on this gorgeous-looking game. Um, I pretty much figured that it was not going to come out. I figured they would show footage around this time for E3, <clears throat> but um, I figured since they're already doing Skyward Sword, for this year, um, and it's also the 35th anniversary, I, I, I they would kind of be taking money away from themselves if they put those two games out too close to one another. Which and, they are known to do. Yeah. But Breath <laughs> of the Wild 2 is the one that everybody's waiting for, so I think yeah. that's going to be... I, I, I think it's going to be an early 2022 release, like a spring release. Because uh -huh. that's going to be a huge seller for Nintendo, especially with the new console coming out, the uh, the Super Switch or whatever they're going to call it. That's going to be like you know an early game for that for that system. Well, I think that's going to end up being holiday of next year. To be honest, um, I, I don't think it's going to be early at all. But maybe you're right. Maybe this is the launch title for that. Maybe it will that's, be. Later. That's what I'm thinking because it's, it, it doesn't. See, and here's the thing that I think a lot of people are uh, surprised about. So many people are surprised that they didn't announce the Nintendo Switch Pro or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not because they've been like saying they're going to announce it for over a year now. Yeah. And I just think everyone's stupid. That's me too, <laughs> because I mean, uh, the Switch is not waning at all. I mean, it's no. it's still one of the it's the most popular console. Right, they're going to let a Christmas go by before yeah. they announce, it. and then they'll announce it yeah. in maybe February. Probably, <laughs> you know, I'll agree and, with that. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to tell everybody, "Hey, we have a new Switch coming out." When you have the fourth quarter coming up, and the thing we know, we do know that you know Nintendo is notorious for, and notorious isn't the right word, but they don't release anything until it's finished. Like they don't, they don't really care about crunch or getting things out as fast as possible. No. Like if it takes five, six years to put out a sequel to Breath of the Wild. They'll do that. Like they're not they're in any not, hurry. Not anything like other companies that yeah. will announce something. They yeah. feel like they don't have to. Yeah. Because we're gonna buy they, it anyway. Exactly. They're <laughs> they're a lot like they're a lot like Universal Studios in a way, where you know they don't announce something until just before it's yeah. about to happen. Well, I think they <laughs> learned their lesson uh, a couple of years ago when they announced Metroid Prime Four, and mm -hmm. then like. Two months later, they were like, yeah, we're going to can that one because it sucks. We're going to restart it. And it was kind yeah. of an embarrassment for them. So. Which and is interesting for because that's normal in video games. Yeah. But it's not normal for Nintendo. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you know. Like uh, E3, uh, EA, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's par for the course. Um, but when it comes to something like Nintendo, like, that's, they're very... 
traditional Japanese in that way. Like that's considered like an embarrassment and people, you know, lose their jobs over that sort of thing. Like they do not do that. And that's why you see like Nintendo loves to hold things back and then they present something like at E3 and then they're like, like, and you can get it today. You know, and it's available right. like right then. They love doing that digitally. Yeah, yeah. They, they're not going to do that with a console or anything like that. They're oh, going to no. build up, but because uh, because Sega did that once and it backfired yeah. spectacularly. <laughs> but uh, we um, have a new uh, article here from Armas Jackson. Uh, River City Girls Two confirmed for Switch, along with River City Girls Zero. This sounds salacious, but (laughs) the limited run games E3 presentation has finished, and predictably, it was both crazy and genuinely funny. Amazingly, it announced two new titles in such an offhand way that many of us were trying to figure out whether it had been a reveal. Thankfully, WayForward had sent out a press release to confirm we weren't imagining things, and I forgot to say that this was Nintendo Life. Thomas Whitehead wrote all this. Uh, River City Girls 2 is on the way, a follow-up to the popular beat-em-up of 2019. Picking up after the first game, you can again take control of Masako and Kiyoko. And in a neat touch, also Kunio, Ricky, and other characters. In parenthesis. Uh It will offer new moves, new enemies, new recruits, new environments, and will support both local and online two-player co-op. It'll arrive in 2022. Also confirmed was River City Girl Zero, which is coming to the Switch later this year. This is actually a localization of the 94 Super Famicom title Shineketsu Koha Kunyotaki no Banka. Okay. <laughs> Albeit with some excellent additions and adjustments. Details are Jabba no Bada. <laughs> Sir, I'm sure that's very offensive. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, and this is limited run games, which means they'll be getting physical editions down the line as yeah. well. Yeah, I never got River City Girls. I of course remember the River City Ransom for the yeah. NES. Of course, that's you know the kind of the prototype for you know action RPG ish. You know, kind of uh, develop your character type of thing. Like that's a very early proto version of those type of games. Um, and I liked right. it. I mean, I play. I still, I fired it up on the Switch last week just to play it for a little while. Um, but yeah, it, it was never really my thing. So I probably, probably this is probably another thing that'll just kind of pass me by. I won't really bother with. And you know me, I'm not. I'm not You're not a it. Switch <laughs> person. We know. We know. Yeah, I mean, I only picked up the Switch to play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we're going to be discussing later. Uh, and for our last story, this is from therap.com. And I think uh, I Am the Rampage sent us an uh, email too about this. I think he sent this to us. Um, the Castlevania spinoff about Richter Belmont um, Mario and Maria Renard ordered at Netflix. The series is set in 1792 France during the French Revolution. Uh, Netflix has ordered a Castlevania spinoff series from the original show's producers. Uh, the streaming service revealed Friday. The spinoff is uh, focused on Maria Renard and Richter Belmont, the son of Saifa and Trevor, and set in 1792 France. Uh, it launched in the late 80s as an action-adventure gothic horror video game series. We know that. 
Um, after many installments, Netflix turned Castlevania into an anime series, which we all love. I loved uh, the Castlevania series, and a lot of people complained about the last couple of seasons. Yeah, they weren't quite as strong as the first two seasons, uh, especially once they finally killed Dracula. It kind of felt like, well, where's the big bad now? Like, who's our, who's our enemy? Like, and, where are we going yeah, with this? And then I like the way it turned out where it sort of felt like Castlevania 2, where they were trying to get all the pieces of Dracula back together to bring him right. back to life. I liked the way it ended, and I was hoping that they were going to do uh, another <clears throat> series of it. Like, it makes sense for them to jump through the, the years. I mean, there's so many years of the Castlevania timeline that they can tell stories in. And right. I'm all for it. Keep giving them to me. People are a lot. Of, I saw a lot of people poo pooing it online. I'm like, why? Even if it sucks, like at least, at least it's something. I'd rather that them try like doing your, it. That's your motto. Well, at least they tried. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> Would you rather have people trying to do something cool or not have anything? It really depends on what it is. Yeah. Well, true, but still. I'd rather have something than nothing. And that's my that's my And I'm sitting cents. here thinking, I don't know. I think the world would be better without Batman and Robin. And- you shut your face. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I saw you went viral with your uh, Batman post the other day. That was pretty yes, nice. <laughs> I did. That was that's the dumbest thing. I'm like, oh, I remember this picture from years ago. I googled it, found it, slapped it on a joke, and I and I went to bed. The next morning, I had 25 notifications, and I'm like, what did I post? <laughs> That's crazy. And you ended and up in a, a, a Den of Geek uh, yeah. chronicle, too. That was awesome. Crazy. I know. <laughs> Good week for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, now we're going to go into this month in video game history. On June 3rd of 1986, Nintendo releases Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels as the sequel to the Super Mario Bros. Uh, original uh, Nintendo game. The game was not released in North America, partially because it was deemed too difficult, which, uh, thanks to ha- Mr. Howard Phillips himself, uh, he's the reason we got Doki Doki Panic as yep. Super Mario Bros. 2 instead of The Lost Levels. He's like, this is not fun. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, this sucks. Uh, and I hate it. Uh, in 1989, uh, Lucasfilm Games releases puzzle game Pipe Mania, which lives on in other titles as a visual representation of computer or security system hacking. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That was probably like, it, the one thing I hated about uh, Bioshock. It's what I hate about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I hate like, those puzzle games like that. The good news is in Spider Man, you could skip them. Oh, really? I didn't know you could skip them. Yeah, they're, they're, I didn't notice until like two thirds through the game. There's a little little prompt on the bottom press this button to skip, and I, or hold really? this button to skip. Yes, that would have made that game so much. I mean, I love that game, but right. I hated doing those puzzles. 
Well, now I know if I ever go through that game again. <laughs> On uh, June of 1994, the Computer Game Developers Association was formed by Ernest W. Adams. And let's check out who the Computer Game Developers uh, Association is. They were nonprofit, <laughs> uh, whose stated mission is to support and, em- and empower game developers around the world in achieving uh, fulfilling and sustainable careers. Hmm. I like that. I do too. I like it. Uh, June 14th, Nintendo releases Donkey Kong 94 for the Game Boy. It featured remakes of the first four stages of the original game, plus adding 96 puzzle-based levels. Mario is much more versatile in this version as he can backflip, handstand, and spin on wires. It received critical acclaim and became a Game Boy fan favorite and classic. I never played it. Never heard of it until just this moment. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think this one had... I did Derek review <clears throat> this or was he going to? I don't remember. It sounds really He familiar. had like a whole month where he did Donkey Kong yeah. games. I don't remember. I have to go back through the archives. I really uh, don't think he did, though. I don't think so. Maybe. June 5th in 1995, Street Fighter Alpha is released for the arcades in Japan. It was the first all-new Street Fighter game produced by Capcom since the release of Street Fighter 2 in 1991. I mean, I always thought that was another Street Fighter 2. That's what I thought. I thought it was just like a Street Fighter 2 upgrade. Right. So, I don't know. I, I wasn't much of a Street Fighter guy. Because at the time, I think this is like... I think Mortal Co- Ultimate Mortal Kombat came out by then. So, I, I don't yeah. know if I was just bewitched by Cause Ultimate there was Mortal what, Kombat like Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Alpha. And it was like... Street Fighter these... 2 Championship Edition. Yeah. <laughs> like 30 different versions of Street, Street Fighter, Street Fighter <laughs> Seven, Final Fantasy Eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Alpha took place before two. Oh, we're getting into Final Fantasy territory here now. So, don't wait. Re- Alpha takes place before, before two. two. That would have been part one. <laughs> well, I mean, Street Fighter Alpha. That makes sense. I, yeah, but there was a Street Fighter one. There was, and that was just Street Fighter. So Street Fighter Alpha is 1.5. Where does Street Fighter, the movie, the game, (laughs) (laughs) Now what we need is Super Super Street Fighter, the movie, the game, Turbo Alpha. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, I love it. Uh, Last one's yours. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, June 29th, Rare releases Banjo-Kazooie. I'm so... I hate that Derek's not here for this. I know. Uh, N64 in North America. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is an iconic uh, game and character, Banjo and Kazooie. And uh, the uh, my little girl is one of the... What happened? Uh, it came out this month uh, in 1998. And she wasn't even thought of yet. <laughs> no. I was 17, June 29th, 1998. I'm just surprised that, you know, with all the talk that's been going on between Nintendo and uh, 
and um, Microsoft, they couldn't like make nice with Rare and actually have Rare make a new Banjo-Kazooie game for the Switch. No, that would that would re- okay. No, that would require Microsoft to develop a game for Nintendo. Why not? But I don't think, especially. I mean, it's a possibility if they wanted to put. You know why not? Because Microsoft will want the the whole thing to be. You will be able to play Nintendo games on Game Pass. Oh yeah, that's They're not never going to happen. No, so, which actually, yeah. I think that would be a good idea if Nintendo worked with Microsoft on getting mm-hmm. a better online infrastructure. Oh, you know that's not happening because Nintendo doesn't give a shit about online. I know, and that's the sad fact is they could do. They actually had good infrastructure on the Wii. Right. I mean, it was okay. It was, uh, okay, it but was... it's better than what they have now. That store right. and their online, uh, the whole online Nintendo online is the user interface is bad. It's the, awful, right? It's it's not user friendly at all, and yeah. it's not so much as not having the know how and ability to do it they just it's that they don't want to they don't think yeah. it's necessary and honestly it's not i mean they're selling these games and consoles yeah to you people because you're not demanding more <laughs> <laughs> we do on this show every single you, week but then you turn around and pay 60 dollars <laughs> for the newest game regardless <laughs> I, what do you want me to do here? <laughs> you got me. This is how capitalism works. <laughs> uh, before we go into the review tonight, uh, we'd like to shout out some of our patrons. We love you guys. And we're going to start off with Armez Jackson, Axeblade 07, Daniel Salmon, John Jekyll, a.k.a. Mixmaster, Carlos Longoria, Staff Sergeant Sketch, Randy Bailey, Tyler Watson, Brandon Rutledge, Donner Party of Five, Gus and Penny, Jason May, Matthew Salmon, and of course Justin Olson. The list keeps getting bigger and bigger every Love every it. month. So you guys, if you haven't done it yet and you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash retro and just throw us a buck or two a month. And that pays our server fees, keeps the lights on, and as long as we stay above that $50 level, we'll keep doing the commentary tracks for you guys, which, uh, as a matter of fact, we need to come up with what movies we're going to do this month and put up a Patreon poll. I, I couldn't think of anything. Honestly, The because um, I was thinking of something that's video thinking, game related? Or? I was thinking maybe since it's Ghostbusters month, let's just do Ghostbusters. Like the original 1984 yeah. Ghostbusters? Yeah, why not? I thought of that, <laughs> but you know, I'm it's... okay with that. If everybody else is okay with that, hell, do you realize how much trivia you're going to get out of I that? I know movie we wouldn't shut up from the whole time <laughs> alone. <laughs> uh, and of course, all you new patrons, um, if you haven't done it yet, send us your social media info either on Twitter, Facebook, email, or on Patreon itself, so we can give you the proper social media shoutouts that you deserve. And, of course, like we said before, if you get us above $100 a month, we'll do the commentary tracks that we do every month on Discord, in our Discord community. We'll set up a separate channel 
a separate uh, channel in our server, which you'll be able to listen to us do the commentary live when we record it. So if you want that to happen, spread the word and get us above that $100 threshold. And I think yep. that would be awesome to do for you that guys. That would be nice. But, uh, but now we're going to go talk about a video game that Wally is uh, apparently in love with. it was trying to find theme music for this game (laughs) you should you should have asked i would have told i don't know what you played but if you play i I would have played the butter barn hoedown (laughs) okay i swear to god i found these uh i went to youtube and i typed in Fortnite uh theme music and whatever and they have these like 10 hour long uh you know the files of like hundreds of different songs apparently that they play in Fortnite. I'm like, uh yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. Well, yeah, there's a lot of songs that they play in Fortnite and there's some that they have actually um made like full-length songs about. One of them is the Butterbarn Hoedown. Uh the <laughs> other one is uh Ska Terrestrial, uh which I is remember the new that one for one. this yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that one on there. It's it's I, I swear to you you should you should play Butter Butterborn Hoedown at the end of this episode, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's the funniest flipping thing. It's like come on down to the Butter Barn, you know. It's it's, <laughs> okay. uh, it's like the theme song to this like IHOP type restaurant where oh, that's run by a man cake, which is a sentient stack of pancakes. That sounds delicious uh, in a cowboy hat. <laughs> It's literally the funniest flipping thing. And this is what I'm going to say right now. So Fortnite, uh, you know what? I know you guys normally read the thing from Wikipedia. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of, a lot of things have changed. um, Yeah. I wasn't sure what I should paste in here. Cause there's like, there's so many websites that talk about what, you know, the, Fortnite, but the thing is, is, like you said, it's changed so much over the last couple of years. Right, because the game began as a uh, basically a, a competitor to Minecraft. But wasn't and, it wasn't Fortnite a uh, an online um, kind of multiplayer for a that they were developing for, a, yeah. for something else, and then they adopted well, yeah, it? exactly. It, it, what it started out as a uh, project to help uh, showcase the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. and what they were trying to do is show that we had that they have a competitor for for, for uh, Minecraft, and essentially it was a battle game where you built up a fortress fort and uh, you uh, defend that fort that you have built in the time that you have uh, to build it before the opposing forces come and get you uh then PUBG happened yeah and that became super popular so they added the battle royal uh element to it uh so fortnite is an online video game developed by epic games and released in 2017 
It is available in three distinct game mode versions that otherwise share the same general gameplay and game engine. Save the World, a cooperative hybrid tower defense shooter survival game. That's what I was talking about a second ago. Uh, for up to four players to fight off zombie-like creatures and defend objects with traps and fortifications. Battle Royal, a free-to-play Battle Royal game in which up to 100 players fight to be the last person standing. And Fortnite Creative, in which players are given complete freedom to create worlds and battle arenas and, and basically anything goes at that point. Um, so it is available. Uh, it was developed by Epic Games. Uh, available for Windows, Mac, Nintendo Switch, much PlayStation everywhere. 4, <laughs> PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, iOS, Android, and your watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the interesting thing about Fortnite is that it it's basically... Yes, please tell me why you love this game so much. <laughs> so, remember the days of Halo multiplayer. Yes. Um, you would basically just goof around with your friends and play this 16-person battle royal. Well, not really a battle royal, but like a uh -huh. um, shooting game here. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because it has the same feeling, but it's not super serious. You know, there's other games like this, like PUBG and Call of Duty, where it's like the typical brown tinted shooting game and it's super serious everybody's like you know super into it and you have to have the strategies and you have to know what gun does this and that and the other thing well there's a lot of that in Fortnite, but it's ridiculous <laughs> like the whole thing is stupid it's it's just got this feeling of fun that you don't get with any other game like that so whenever you play with friends like i i play with the rampage constantly and we are basically a unit we yeah. have we have gotten so good at reading each other's minds nearby that <laughs> we will there, there's a wonderful um video that you can see on youtube right now of us winning a game by sneaking up on the last two guys and saying, oh, uh, okay, and now, and we hit them both in the head and we won. <laughs> and <clears throat> little moments like that, all that scatter throughout, make this game worth playing because you'll get in situations that you don't know how you're going to get in, out of, You'll end up outplaying somebody who looks who who you shouldn't have. Um, you know, like th there is a in most of the games, the uh, the battle royal games, they don't have the building aspect. That's the thing that didn't that kind of made me not like the game. I don't like the building aspect of it, and that's that's where I came in. I came in and I said, literally, I'm never going to learn how to build. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Because I, I couldn't but, even figure it out. Like, I, I, I played it right. for a while. I'm like, what is happening here? And that's the thing. Over time, I learned little things. You know, I, I built a foundation. 
So in order to build, you press a certain button and then every button builds a different thing. So I would learn, okay, this button is what I need to press if I need to go up here. So it's like learning combos. Okay. So in order to build a, um, like a way for people to not hit me if they're shooting at me, or if I need to, to uh, build a box around me so I can heal up, all I have to do is hit the button and then just turn around in place while holding the, the R2, R1 button. And, you know, and then I have to get a roof. So you hit R, uh, L1 and, uh, you know, it becomes second nature after you start doing it a long time. So at that point, it's like, okay, all right, I'm going to start building, but not these stupid, like there are guys in this game that could build a, a, an apartment complex <laughs> with, with a swimming pool and a laundry <laughs> facility all before you've even realized that they were in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> and those guys, there's two ways that I like to handle them. Run <laughs> is one of them. And the other one, and that's the thing you have to, the thing I like about it is that I have to outsmart people. So I'll see something like that. And it's two people fighting each other like that. I'll just wait to see who wins. <laughs> And then once whoever has won has won, get close enough while they're fighting to take them out when they're when they're hurt. <laughs> you All know? Right. And just, you know, it's those things where it's like we gotta figure out the smart play here. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, about the what what we call being sweaty, which is, you know, just throwing up all of these builds all over the place <laughs> and editing them so there's a hole here so I can shoot out and then cover the hole back up and then climb a little higher and open it. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to shoot you with a rocket launcher. <laughs> I'm going to set fire to your building. So you will die of fire, of fire before you can get out of there. See the, yeah. the, the few times that I've actually played Fortnite, I actually have won a match before pretty much by accident like with my team that I right. was with or whatever. I just followed them around, and we won. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Cool, yeah. <laughs> but most of the time, I you know, I, I land. I'm, I'm going around trying to find guns and ammo and get immediately killed, like right. a minute into the match, sometimes less. And I'm like, this is not fun. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. You have to... You have to, you have to play more. I mean, you can't... Just, like a couple of times the last is... time I played I actually found a car and I just rode rode around running people over which is fun <laughs> <laughs> oh now that okay so and here's another thing so there's a lot of crossovers so uh, right now you can play as like Batman Harlequin uh, you can play as the alien you can play as the Mandalorian with baby Yoda on your back mm-hmm. You, I mean, there's all kinds of wonderful characters out there, but they also have original characters. And the storyline is evolving also. So every about three months, the game changes. Mm-hmm. So just two weeks ago, we were in Primal, which means that there were velociraptors running around <laughs> trying to kill us, wolves, boars, you had to craft makeshift weapons and bows and, you know, stuff like that. And now, 
the island's being invaded by aliens. Sweet. <laughs> so now there's there's all these UFOs all over the place that you can actually get in and fly around, and they are they are overpowered as hell. But it's <laughs> it, 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 it's still a lot of fun whenever I get to shoot down one of them. And I see that I eliminated the guy in it. And there, and then you go talk to to Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty, try to 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 get something, and then you go. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's fun, and I, I it reminds me of Halo, uh, of when Halo was, a, especially when you're with friends and you're t- talking smack over the headset, um, and you know there's. <laughs> It does get a little frustrating when you're with people of lower skill, <laughs> you know, and As... I'm talking like much lower, <laughs> Yeah, but, but it, it's still a lot of fun, you know, to, to run around and, and teach people how to play and, you know, carry them to victory and teach them <laughs> Which how is to what fish. that team did to me uh, when I actually won <laughs> that that match because all i did was just follow that i found them and then i just followed them around right and the thing is with with uh, there's also fishing mechanics so you can go fishing um and you can catch weapons or fish uh <laughs> some fish will every fish has a different capability. what are you gonna do hit me with that fish fish yes and the answer is yes <laughs> and the thing is, is that there's like stink fish that like if you throw them inside of inside of the boxes that people awesome. are making they'll explode and they'll start taking damage <laughs> from from the stench uh and there's um some of them that you can eat and you can see the closest person to you uh you can also do um bounties so you'll get to go to a bounty board or talk to like a john wick character that they have or something and you would uh basically say yes i will accept a bounty and it will show you about where somebody is and task you to go get them and they'll know when you're getting closer to them because there's a little bar on the top that goes you're in danger type situation so that's how you know you have a bounty on your head or something like that right well it'll tell you hey uh protect i am the rampage he has a bounty on him (laughs) and and, and, uh you know whenever the person's closer we'll hear the you know in in our ears we'll see the, the little red mark and Sure enough, here comes somebody shooting at us. Like there they are, get them. You know that kind of thing. It's it's great in ways that are hard to explain, but at the same time, uh, it's a free to play game. The skins are not free. You have to buy them. Uh, all of the in game stuff, none of it is is uh, pay to win, which is good. Yeah. So it, it's. Uh, there are skins that do give you an advantage. For example, anything that's black, like Batman, if you're if it's dark out, you can't see Batman. Green, yeah, which is perfect. <laughs> and, uh, but at the same time, um, there's a battle pass system also. So every season, um, you level up with uh, you know doing different quests. For example, I so, just did one where I had to win. Like, what place. are the bat- What is the battle pass like? What is so a that? battle pass gives you uh, cosmetics and new skins. So it's something and, you pay for every month. Yeah, you pay for it, and as you level up, you get different stuff out of it. And how so, much is a battle pass? 
Uh, it depends on the season. I think I think it's like eight bucks. It's so, it's yeah. not a whole, and that's for three months of of stuff. That's not bad. And and the thing is, is that the whole goal is to get to up level one hundred uh, in your skills, and then and and you do that by doing the different tasks and quests and stuff like that. Like you know, land at this particular place, Let, go here and talk to this person, and they'll give you a quest and all this type of stuff. Uh, there's also little quests where uh, you can now there's like phones that you can answer like in GTA <laughs> and you know it'll give you a certain amount of gold for performing the task for them um, and gold can be used at vending machines or uh, different people sell different loot so for example there's one person that sells like a golden sniper rifle and you know the different the different weapons have different capabilities it starts at white and ends at gold so it's um and whatever color in between will determine how powerful your gun is basically yeah um and different guns are good for different people like there are people who love the snipers and there are people who hate them <laughs> you know it's like here you can have the sniper you know that kind of thing i never was good at, at sniping on any of like the when we used to play call of duty or you know halo i was never right. a good sniper ever well um I'm, i've gotten okay at it as long as they stand still yeah long <laughs> enough for me to shoot you know and and that's really the thing it, it's uh, I think the matchmaking is really good too because you do get matched with people of similar skill. I'm more um, of a run in like a maniac with a shotgun trying to kill as many people as I can before I get killed. So, because yeah. I know I'm going to get killed anyway, I might as well take it, as many people as I can with me. Now, here's the thing here's the thing that's permadeath in these yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There's no that's the thing that got me about this game. There's no respawn. So if you're dead, yeah. it's like, all right, well, I got to go wait in the <laughs> lobby for another five, ten minutes for another match to start. Oh, well, no, they normally don't don't take that long because Fortnite's one of the more popular games. So you yeah. know, you're only going to get a couple, only have to wait a couple minutes. Um, but And it's not like Call of Duty where it knocks you all the way to the main menu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you actually get to just sit there and watch the other person until it puts you into a new lobby. Mm. But with... Uh, if you're playing in a squad or more than one person, um, you know, you have the capability of being revived. So if somebody knocks you down, uh, your other person could destroy the other two people that, that are there and then revive you. Or if you do die, he, you can get a reboot card. Yeah. That reboot card can be used at any of the reboot vans to get you to come back. But you come back with just a really shitty gun. <laughs> and the uh, reboot van makes a whole hell of a lot of noise. So if there's anybody in the in the area, they'll know that you were there. Huh. Uh, so so there's a lot of risk reward with this too. So you you know like I was talking about the uh, UFOs, the new mechanic. Um, it, it thing is is that if you it has a tractor beam, you can pick up stuff and just kind of drag it around. And kill people just by dragging it on top. Like if you can pick up a tractor trailer and just boom, 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 hitting everybody on the ground, and they all instantly die. That's and, awesome. But the thing is, it also it you can't. It's very hard to really master the controls yeah. of the UFO. Um, but yeah, I mean it's um, and the way that it makes sure that everybody's around you 
is that there is a a storm that chases you down. Yeah. And it will guide you to a, a circle where everybody can go and fight. So you can't just hang out in the back of the map. You have to go there or you will die in the storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, it, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those games where it's easy to pick up, but it's difficult to master. And it's a lot of fun just to, to banter back and forth. Me and, me and Rampage have formed a real friendship over Fortnite. And it's one of the things that I highly recommend now, very specifically to the Switch. The graphics aren't great. Uh, the draw distance is really far, uh, really close. So, like, it doesn't load things as quickly as other consoles or, or the PC, but which puts you at a little bit of a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, also, I just don't like the controller, but at the same time, it is nearly identical. So, if you're playing on the Switch, if you start playing on the Switch and you decide, hey, I want to go on the PlayStation. All you got to do is log into your Epic account, and it'll bring all of your stuff over. I was just about to ask if I if I could do that because <clears throat> mm-hmm. for some reason I was thinking at, at when I first got on the Fortnite, I didn't think there was. I think there was a big thing about how you couldn't go from like if you got it on the Switch, then you wouldn't be able to get it anywhere else. Like you wouldn't. Right. Well, now if you set up an Epic account, you can take it anywhere you want. Okay, good. So you you're not going to have a big deal. Um, okay. It's, in fact, I've played on the Switch before while people are doing something else. I've played on the PC before on this one, and it was like playing on a refrigerator on a smart refrigerator. It was bad. It was, uh, but it's different. People have different uh, skill levels as far as building is concerned as well, uh, because. The people who use a mouse and keyboard are at a little bit of an advantage. but uh, And the PlayStation 5 actually has um, pressure-sensitive buttons, so if you're pulling the trigger on a gun, it feels like pulling the trigger on a gun. Huh. Uh, but if you're just, like, picking something up, you know, it'll it'll just, you know, it's a button press. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, some t- and that has saved me sometimes because I'm going to try to hit something with my with my pickaxe. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, shit, I have my gun out. <laughs> yeah. It, because, you know, I, so I don't squeeze all the way. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You don't want people to know where you are before yeah. you want them to know where you are. <laughs> but... But it sounds uh, yeah. fun. I really wish I could find some time to play with you guys. So maybe in July. Maybe July <laughs> will calm down enough for me to be able to play play some Fortnite and stream it as well. Well, we're going to be... Uh, I'll probably be streaming some Fortnite in about, I don't know, 30 minutes or an hour from now. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Rampage are always on. It's, it's, a, it's just... It's a lot of fun, especially when you have other people. Well, tell everybody your Twitch account that they can go follow you. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Real Big Wall. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, where you can see it. Uh, we're not professionals. We just do this for fun. We're yeah. hanging out with friends, basically. So, on a scale so, of one to 10, what do you give it? <clears throat> I give it an eight. Mm, good. And the reason why I don't give it the full 10 is because. 
the quality of the seasons will fluctuate. So yeah. it, like the last season wasn't as good as the season before. And this season's probably better than the previous. Uh, I mean, the yeah, the previous. Jury's still out on if it's better than the one I, I actually came in on uh, because of the fact that these UFOs are so overpowered. So if you are in the final circle and some some bitch has a UFO <laughs> and you do not, you are at a huge disadvantage because you have to shoot them out of the sky first. And it, those UFOs have a lot of armor. So is it sort of like playing uh, Destroy All Humans? You remember that game? I remember that game. I don't know. Um, that game was fun because you could like like pick up cows and stuff while you're in the yeah. ship. <laughs> it was awesome. And you can do all that. I mean, as a matter and, of fact, I'm, pick... I might actually review that because it's on PS now. Ooh. So, I'm, and that's a well, PS2 game. Here, here's something really funny: is that you can actually pick up people and throw them into the storm. Uh, with the, with the UFO. So I've seen people like pick up people, fly out into the storm, drop them, and then fly back out. That's fantastic. And, and it's like, well, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had it where, oh my god, uh, we dropped in this one. Uh, certain areas in this season will have like a purple uh, tinge to their name, and that means they're being invaded by aliens. And so if you go over there, there's a whole bunch of UFOs. So we're we're looting, trying to get our guns and everything like that uh, in a duos match. And one of them picked me up and take me all the way to another area of the map while my partner's like, what, what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm by myself. It was, it was, it's, it's pretty funny. I'm like, I mean, I'll start playing. I'll be in there, I promise, eventually. Eventually, one day, yes, <laughs> you'll be playing uh, this modern game. <laughs> but uh, we're coming up on the end of the episode. It was nice having you here this week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so anything you want to throw out there before uh, we leave this evening? Uh, just at the real big wall. My pin tweet is the viral tweet that I had. <laughs> it is not for young eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the it's about the Batman discourse, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yes. And we are... Uh, oh, I didn't even say this. The uh, Fortnite Batman crossover comic book series is really good, too. Um, so I do recommend that. You can actually catch that on the... Uh, this isn't a sponsor or anything, but the DC uh, Infinite app, <laughs> uh, where you can read all those comic books. Yeah. And they and Batman doesn't eat the Catwoman. <laughs> no, not heroes. Sorry. Don't do that. <laughs> Edric Bader says they do. Yeah, uh, he's Batman. So yes, you know. in that show. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna do it for this week. Um, I think uh, I'm not gonna be able to to stream anything this weekend. I wanted to stream last weekend, but like I said, life's been really busy lately and um i really would like to get back to streaming more on the weekends i did uh uh in nes saturday uh the weekend before and i played some uh some um mike tyson's punch out i would like to be able to nice. beat that game in one fell swoop so i might be working on that over the next month or two so uh if go follow me over on twitch twitch.tv slash jfunktastic and just follow me over there 
and uh, join me when I'm doing some retro game stuff. So I think that's going to do it for tonight. Let me go ahead and play our music here. Uh, If you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. We are at nerdcaveretro.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro. Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, at jfunktastic, at Derek underscore diamond, and of course at the real big wall. Go buy some merch. We've been selling a lot of shirts lately over at ncrmerch.com. Got a lot of cool shirts over there. Uh, Not even shirts. You can get coffee mugs, computer bags, all kind of stuff. Just go check it out. Yeah, pillows, wall hangings, all kind of stuff. And, of course, go to patreon.com slash retro to support us directly on the show. And if you can't do that, can't throw us a couple bucks a month, go leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are giving away for free. So please tell them what it's all about, Wiley. Path of the, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Live long and Good smoke night. meats. <laughs> Live long and smoke meats, everybody. Oh, a fellow chucker, eh? Uh...